So, hello folks, Simon Hazeldean, Phil Jesson, Graham Jones are here. This is a special sales chat show, seven top sales tips for success. So we are going to go around pretty quickly, each of us is going to give you some tips you can use to maximise your sales success. We are going to have two tips from before you meet the customer, two tips when you're with the customer and two tips afterwards and then Graham because he wanted it to be seven, because he wants to add maximum value, has an extra special bonus tip at the end. It was going to be six top tips, but Mr. Jones insisted we had seven. So I am going to go to Mr. Jones first. So Graham, tip number one before, please. Uh, the most important thing these days is the internet. And it's really important because most customers are going to have made up their mind as to who they're going to buy from as a result of using the internet. They're going to come to you having decided they're going to probably buy from you. They've done all the research, they've found out everything. So there are two things that we need to know about that. One, how much research do you do on them online? How much do you know about your customer? They know an awful lot about you, how much do you know about them? The second thing is that they're only doing that because they can. If you ask them what they want to do, they actually want to hear from salespeople before they do the internet research. So a lot of salespeople are giving up. They're going, we don't need to get in early with customers because they've already done all the research online. Forget that. They can find out about you online, but you need to get to them earlier. Fantastic. So the earlier you are involved in the sales cycle with the customer, the better your chance of success. <clears throat> so my tip, number two tip before you meet the customer, is to qualify the opportunity. What do I mean by qualifying the opportunity? Is find out whether it is worth you spending your time and effort and obviously some money involved in pre-sales cost. So do you understand the money? Do you understand the budget? Have they got a budget? Do you understand the authority who's involved in making the decision process? Have you got access to them? Do you understand the customer? customers problems or pain what problems have they got that you might be able to solve is there a good fit between what they need and the competencies of you and your organization and also is there any sense of urgency um, why do they need to take action on this if there's no urgency sometimes there is no sale so make sure you qualify your sales opportunities well it's then you find out whether it's worth spending your time on them or not so now we are going to two tips on during your conversation during your meeting with the customer you know you've done your qualification you know face to face with the customer so phil over to you yes number three thank you uh, i'm going to suggest that we get on with people who like us or with people who are like us so if you think about during the sales call face to face with somebody that we've not met before uh, my question is uh, how do we find out how we are like the other person what's the connection is it a sporting interest is it the same tv program that we watched last night is it the fact that we share the same values and beliefs other thoughts chaps on that uh, well uh, you've got to not only s show them that you like them but you've also got to be like them so that means wearing similar clothes you know you go to a lot of businesses these days 
And they might be in polo shirt. You turn up in a suit, you're not like them. Good point. Yeah, absolutely. That early rapport, get the conversation off to a, a really good start. So tip number four, Jeering, is you're actually doing your sales presentation or doing your sales pitch. Uh, my big tip here is get out of your own head, get inside the customer's head. Far too many sales pitches, sales presentations. It's all about, hey, we're amazing. This is what we can do. It's all about us. Where actually we need to be thinking about the whole thing from the perspective of the customer. What's the customer's context? What's the customer's problems and challenges? What's the customer hoping to achieve? And here's how we can help the customer to achieve that. If you're inside your own head, thinking about it from your side, you're in the wrong head. Get inside your customer's head. So now we've made our pitch, we've made our presentation. We're looking at the after thing. This is tip number five. Phil. Yes, my tip is about get real, get grounded, measure how likely the probability is of this deal coming off. Uh, coming back to your earlier comment, Simon, uh, we're now 15 minutes, 30 minutes, 45 minutes in or whatever. Uh, the meeting has evolved and only now will we know the chemistry and the politics maybe that we've seen around the table from the customer. Uh, only now will we, will we uh, evidence, I forgot my words. You've forgotten your words. It's easy done. Yeah. What's the probability only, of you forgetting your words? Only now will we uh, know the noises that have come from each of these key people. Are they saying something like, this is all very interesting, like the sound of that, or are they saying, leave it with us, etc., etc.? So if you think about a piece of business being worth £10,000, for example, or $10,000, I would suggest that we need to measure the probability of it coming off. And if it's only 75% likely to come off, it's not a £10,000 piece of business at that stage. From a forecasting point of view, it's 75% of the 10000 Get real, get grounded, work out what's happening, work out what's not going to happen, and move on. Fantastic. So always working in reality, not in some... Uh, deluded version of it, I guess. And then do, uh, tip number six in the, the after the customer meeting thing, Graham. Well, the number one reason why people fail to get the business is because they don't follow up. And they don't follow up anywhere near enough. So data shows us that most salespeople give up after the second follow-up. And most sales, most people buy things after the fifth follow-up and only about 20% of people who are in sales follow up more than two times and so if you want the sale you've got to keep following up and even in my when I look at my own data on what I sell uh, it's always lack of follow-up I haven't followed up enough times and there's a reason why you need to follow up your customer is wanting you to show you show them you love them and it goes back to that, are you like them, do you like them bit. And the less you follow up, the more you are signaling to them, you don't actually care about them. So the more you follow up, the more you care about them, and then they're going to buy. Fantastic. Put it in your CRM, folks. So the CRM will remind you to do those follow-up actions. If you don't have a system to remind you to follow up, invariably um, things things go missing. Phil, you had a Just point. on that point, uh, when following up, uh, rather than giving the impression that we are chasing or hassling, I think if we uh, genuinely believe that we are following up to answer any questions the prospect has and to agree the next stage 
that's a slightly different mindset. Yeah, perfect, perfect. So, and of course, there is a there is a fine line between persistent and pestering sometimes, and it's it's very important to, to, to stay the right side. So, those are two tips from before, two tips during, and two tips after your interaction or meeting with the customer. And Mr. Jones has a bonus seventh tip <laughs> to make it seven top seven. It's got to be seven, hasn't it? Uh, the seventh tip is whatever stage of the sales process we're in, whether either before, the during, or the after, everything you've got to do has got to be really easy for your customer to achieve. Particularly these days when everybody is overwhelmed with stuff to do, they're overloaded with information, they've got 300 emails to deal with, they want to be able to do things in a snap. So every part of your process has got to be simple and straightforward. We're sitting in a hotel room recording this at the moment. We try to book the hotel room for 24 occasions. And for each of those 24 occasions, the hotel wanted us to print out a six-page sales document and sign each of those six pages. That's over 140 pages of documents they wanted us to print out and sign when all we needed was a button online to say, yes, I agree. Make it simple and you're more likely to get the sale. Fantastic to think about all those times as a consumer or a customer yourselves, folks, where the sale, you know, you got you got frustrated, you've got annoyed, irritated because it was just not easy to spend your money. So make it really easy for the customer and maximize your sales. So there we go, folks. Seven top sales tips for success from the sales chat show. You can of course find an absolute ton of full library of free and valuable recordings to help to power your sales success so this has been graham jones phil jesson and i'm simon hazeldean from the sales chat show saleschatshow.com thank you very much for listening good luck and good selling